join us as we take a look behind the scenes with the independent musicians of Louisiana. Learn about upcoming projects before they drop. Experience the rich heritage of iconic venues and get first-hand accounts of exclusive events. Musicians are remarkable people. Get to know them, their struggles, and the inspiration for their art. NewOrleansMusicians.com is dedicated to uplifting the artists and providing them with the tools necessary to elevate their craft. We shine a spotlight on them, as well as highlight the music scene and educate everyone with our interviews, album reviews, and music scene news. This is NewOrleansMusicians.com. One of the first things that I can think of to even talk about about me and my, because we're talking about me, right, not just the band. Sure. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. One of the first things that like made me interested in music is when my, like right before my sister was born, um, her father at, at her father was um yeah he's definitely gonna mess with something but yeah her father was pretty instrumental in me like learning about music and i never really had listened to any rock or metal music at all and he he was kind of one of those guys who had like back in the day when like you know there was those older heads that had like records like by the like a library of records he had that but with a fuckload of cds like yeah. insane amounts of cds and i remember like going through that and like hearing corn and like system of a down and slipknot and like new a lot of new metal stuff and then he had stuff like weezer and nirvana and alice in chains and stuff like that <clears throat> and that's really what kind of started the spiral of me wanting to do music more m more just for fun at first and uh i don't know and it's still it's still a lot hella fun for me and it always will be like just something about being able to jam with somebody and just like especially on bass that's what i love about bass so much is that you find a good if you can find a good like place to play with like a guitarist or a drummer, especially with my drummer right now, Gage, we kind of just like, we know how to mold together and sure. kind of get into a groove. <clears throat> and then I can kind of tell when he's like, gonna ch change something up or like keep it slow or like build it up and make it big. Like yeah. we're really good at like dynamics. Sure. And I don't know, like, I feel like I'm just kind of ranting here, but like, that kind of that kind of camaraderie i guess is the word yeah. that kind of camaraderie is something that i didn't really have a lot of growing up so whenever i was like 14 15 got my first bass found people you know we weren't very good or anything we weren't like amazing instrumentalists or anything like that but uh i don't know i we've had like a couple little shitty bands that didn't go anywhere mostly it was like us hanging out with our stuff playing like white stripes or something seven yeah. nation army i don't know <laughs> yeah well you build your repertoire uh, yeah how old were you when um you were talking about it was your sister's father that yeah had this that huge was collection probably like eight or nine something like that he uh that was before seattle was born that's my sister's name seattle uh -huh. Uh, and he was just like, 
just obsessed with music like all kinds of stuff like yeah. i even had some like you know old funk funk albums and stuff like that yeah about about nine eight or nine something like that third grade yeah and then uh, I just remember having like a big binder that had like a see-through thing. And then fifth grade year, I remember getting this binder and having like Limp Biscuit, Linkin Park, Corn, all those like lame bands that people think are lame now, but I still love, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and before this age, before this experience with the guy's record collection and CD collection, uh, Music wasn't really my mom, significant? It was significant because my mom was like very big on music, but she was like listening to Celine Dion and stuff like that. and Less than inspirational <laughs> to you. <laughs> I mean, it's, you know, it is what it is. It's sure. always some tear-jerking bullshit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I um, I recently interviewed a guy and, um, you know, we went through his upbringing and what his, his influences were as a child and it was all over the map because his mother was into Streisand oh, and, God. <laughs> and Sinatra while his dad was into like Foghat and oh, the okay. Eagles and stuff. So that's it, you cool. Know, that's cool. Multifaceted. But I, I think it's good to have a variety. And like you said, you know, it, it is its own thing. Yeah, you know? There's I mean, a time and a place for it, I suppose. So, uh, I don't know. One of the things that I one of the defi definitely one of the things that I took from my mom's taste in music is she. I don't know how she even found out about this band, but she got really into the Violent Femmes out of nowhere, which was not like, like I, I think she had like a Green Day record or something, but that was as much rock as she really had. I think yeah. she had Green Day Dookie or something like that. Uh -huh. The one where it's like a collage of different stuff on the front. But uh, yeah, Violent Femmes, uh, Blister in the Sun, whatever record that is. Yeah. She had that one, and I thought that was a cool... That was probably the most cool thing my mom ever really had. Yeah. I don't yeah. know, she wasn't like a... Oh, well, now that I think about it, she liked Journey a lot, too, but I got fucking sick of Journey. Yeah. <laughs> that dude's voice, though. He's very yeah. serious. Um, <laughs> so uh, you, you get inspired around eight or nine, and then fast forward to, like, would you say like 13 14 yeah. when you got your base third thir well no i was about i was about 14 before i even <clears throat> i like i knew what a bass guitar was but i never like clicked in my brain that this hey this is different than a guitar like, i don't i always it all just sounded like guitar to me right you were familiar with like the anatomy right things, correct right? Yeah. and so you know 12 13 i'm wearing like black fucking jeans with chains hanging off the side and got like spiky hair and I'm listening to Slipknot and then somebody's like hey why don't we start a why don't we try to start a band and I don't know I didn't really think that I would ever like talk my mom into buying because like when you're a kid you think like instruments and stuff like that that shit is expensive as hell I can't yeah. afford nothing like I mean I ain't they weren't giving me no allowance or nothing back then, so I was kind of like, uh, oh, well, that's a fat chance, but I'll ask. And sure enough, I think it was like a crescent or something. I remember cracking that thing open on Christmas Eve, and it was just a little beginner bass, but man, I wore that thing out. How, how did you arrive at bass since you were just getting familiar with the anatomy I of knew, a band? I knew so many people that played guitar and then I knew like one other dude who played drums up up in, that's where I'm from is Shreveport originally. Uh -huh. um, 
Well, don't say it like that. <laughs> no, no. My grandpa, my grandparents lived down here all my life for a minute. For, well, all my basically all my life. So I have like roots in New in New Orleans and stuff. I moved here when I was like sixteen, yeah. seventeen. Anyway, um, what was I talking about? Um, just how you chose bass. I, yeah, it was mostly because everybody wanted to be the shredder guitar player and like doing yeah. sweep. My my friend Zach Grill in Shreveport was doing sweeps like crazy, trying to be like Ingve or whatever, <laughs> trying to be that shred god. And I was like, oh, I don't I don't know if that's for me. I was like bigger than everybody. I don't know. Something about being clumsy and big makes you all right at base. So yeah, whatever. That's cool. So <laughs> kind of put out. that together. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, so you stuck with it all these years. Like you feel like that was the right choice, and you found your groove in there. Yeah, I, I've played guitar. I've picked guitar up. It just don't feel right for me. I've played drums for a little while. I do like playing drums. I'm not amazing at it by any means, but it's good to have that kind of foundation, I suppose, to have like be able to like pick up a rhythm guitar and like pick pick up a guitar and be able to play rhythm for a band is a pretty useful skill that i think like a lot of straight bass like bass players that i play bass that's it like yeah i could play hypothetically i could play like uh rhythm guitar for our band if i wanted to yeah because i mean i'm i don't know Ro i could see that though i could see uh being able to dabble on the drums i mean bass is a rhythmic rhythmic oh, for sure. instrument mm -hmm. and uh you i mean you wouldn't be the first uh jimmy I'm, bowers does it i mean oh, yeah, uh, there's sure. a host of people even locals if you want to speak about them that, mm -hmm. that do that so paul webb definitely yeah see, so uh, i mean you know I, I could see it happening but you stuck you stuck with the bass and um you've been able to uh get better at it how i mean are you just um you, i kind of i getting better at bass i think it i think that i actually haven't progressed like technically speaking at playing bass like i don't think i'm like an amazing bass player by any means but i use the bass as kind of a tool to help me write songs sure right so that's been like um that's been like the struggle of my last 10 years has been trying to find my place in the New Orleans music scene in general like being from being in one band being in another band I've like decided that I'm not going to like put my talent up to somebody else anymore I'm going to spearhead the okay spearhead everything and that's kind of why like our band right now, Totem, is like very bass heavy and very bass driven. I don't know, you can you could say a little bit of inspiration from Lemmy from Motorhead and stuff like that, but uh you know, they I don't know, I don't know. I you could definitely tell that it's like a bass forward band. Mm -hmm. I don't uh that's been the struggle though, is trying to find like I'm not a mate I'm not technically minded, I'm not gonna do no cool steve perry from iron maiden stuff i can play i can play a little bit of it but i'm not like a thrash basis like da -da 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 sure. doing tremolos and stuff like that i mostly like to groove i like to get in the pocket and just kind of chill there get a go i'm not like a flashy bass player i like to hold it down and i think that that's 
that's something that more people I would like to see more people do, especially bass players. Like kind of hold the hold the rhythm down, just kind of be in the pocket. And that's uh I don't know, that's been the struggle for the past 10 years is like realizing that as a bass player, I'm not just that's not all there is to it. Like you're I mean, you know, I'm you're being I'm being interviewed by New Orleans musicians. I'm a musician. I'm not just a bass player. You sure, know? sure, sure. And that was like a that was kind of a struggle, uh, I guess. Um, well, I mean, I guess at the age when you start getting into this, you're still trying to find yourself as a person, much less a musician. For sure. And you're creating another void that you have to kind of somehow fill with mm-hmm. with um, mindset and an identity and things like that. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm sure it doesn't come easy. Um, <clears throat> but I mean, it sounds like you say you're struggling, but I wouldn't say so much because I mean, it sounds like you found your your purpose within this capacity as a musician like you know how you want things to go now figuring out how that's supposed to happen you're walking in the direction it's gonna happen you know what i'm Mm -hmm. saying this guy that's what you gauge is that a founding member of totem or yeah that's my i mean basically i was like probably what was it like 20 2016 i was in a band called cicada is c-i-k-a-d-a they're like a a kind of like a doomy band I don't, I don't exactly this they're kind of all over the place too and uh i kind of i got kicked out of that band and i got like a little depressed about it and i was in a funk for a while and was just like kind of had all my gear in a closet like shoved away from me i didn't yeah. want to think about it right and i think it was like probably a whole year of keeping the sh- keeping the shit away from me where Gage was like blowing me up almost every weekend. Hey, bro, let's jam. Hey, we got a jam. Come on, like, what are you doing, bro? We got you. You're a bass player. I'm a drummer. Let's fucking jam. Dude. Yeah. It just like <laughs> persistently chipping away at me. So I was like, all right, fine. We like put put our. I was like, this is my drummer. This dude is so passionate and definitely for some reason drawn to me. Wants me to do. <laughs> wants me to play for him as much as I want him to play for me. So it was that kind of bond that started it. And I think that's partially one of the main reasons why I think that even if we just got a new guitar player, but this band is solely reliant on bass and drums. I'm loving the direction our new guitar player Max is going in, um, which is going to be, I'm I'm excited about it because I've, I've talked about it. I'm basically the main songwriter. Mm-hmm. Um, we had another guitar player, Mike. All the love in the world to the guy. Um, one of my best friends in in the world still. Um, you know, has work responsibilities and stuff. He can't really commit to the band as much as he would like to. Yeah. So we had to part ways with him, and we got this new guy, Max. And I'm grateful. I'm grateful for Max because he's like inspiring me, you know, keeping me, keeping like I'm. It's hard to not get depressed when you're a musician, especially in a city that's so run, like overrun with musicians. It feels like it's my friend used the term oversaturated. Sure. There's like a lot of musicians. Everybody's like trying to get ahead of everyone. You know, I don't. I'm not trying to be like a cram in a bucket. <laughs> well, sure. I'm not trying to be um, one of those guys that 
I'm, I'm, I want to support my friends just as much as anybody wants to support me, you know? Yeah. Uh, I try to, I'll be, I'm like, a, I try to lift people up, you know? Sure. Yeah. Um, no, no, it's not easy. There is an oversaturation. Well, I, I mean, I feel like it's, oversaturation is a negative connotation. It, it's a, it's a wealth. Right. Okay, you know what I'm yeah. saying? It, it, it's a wealth now, you know, for some of us that, that, that works in our favor and some of us it doesn't. I yeah. guess it depends on who those people are individually because, yeah, there are some bands that will come shit on you. Yeah. You know, right. and there are some bands that will, you know, pass down or, or pay it forward, so to speak. So, yeah. I mean, and that, that's why I'm grateful for so many of the bands we played with, the dudes in Constricted, um, the dudes in Nothing Sacred. Yeah, which we haven't gotten to play a show with nothing sacred yet, but we they're about at our jam space. We hang out with those guys all the time. Yeah. Um, just so many other bands. Wizard Dick, we're playing that show with them tonight. Um, they, those guys were at our first show, and that that was the thing is I coming up in the city. I went to so many shows. Went went and tried to support stuff that I liked. You know, go support some stuff you don't like sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just to, you know, just to shake hands and meet people. And Be I there. think that yeah. that's, uh, that's half the battle right there is just, you know, realizing that. Oh, does that make my okay. fault? Just kind of realizing that, um, you know, this is. This, being a musician is all about love of music and like that's something that binds everyone together if you're a musician like it doesn't matter if you play funk if you play bluegrass anything like there's something that the bluegrass player the funk player does that i'm gonna be like all right dude that's cool like, absolutely and i don't i don't that's why i try not to I don't be I don't judge anybody. You know, I'll listen to anybody's anybody's track if I can. Yeah. Well, uh, and this mm. is a reoccurring theme in all of my interviews with musicians. Um, the fact that genres borrow from each other and it's, oh, a, for it's sure. a positive thing. That's why one of the main one of the main things that I've kind of I love about our band specifically. I don't know if you've listened to the EP, but yeah. we don't really have like. Like, people have a hard time describing what our genre is. Like, it's, like, sludgy. It's, like, got some punk elements to it. It's definitely got some rock and roll element. Yeah. And, I, I mean, that's all, like, rubbing each other in a sense. But uh, those things affect one another. But I like that we're not just, like, oh, stoner rock, man. Sure. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, it's a... I'll be honest, man. It's... It's a question that I hate asking musicians. What genre are you? Yeah. Because it's kind of it's kind of demeaning in a light. Well, it's like, is, hey, could you reduce yourself to right. fit into one of these boxes that everybody knows there about? Is, you know what there saying? is some people that like like the stuff that they like and they want to keep writing that stuff and there's no hate on anything. Anybody that does that, for me at least, uh, but I, I, that's why I am... I'm so passionate about bands like the Melvins, Boris, Neurosis, mm -hmm. stuff like that, where it's not just, you're not listening to one thing over and over again, like blending genres and like, that's why, I mean, that's why I love the EP we just put out and I'm very excited to be writing with this new guy, Max. I think it, because he's right there with me and Gage, where we don't really want to be one thing. No, no. Kind of want to be all over the place. Sure. We got some psych rock elements into our mix, 
It's going to get crazier with Max because he's got a hundred pedals. <laughs> cool. One of those like shoegaze guys. He yeah. was doing shoegaze projects for a minute. <laughs> That's always a good thing. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> um, I want to I read something from you. This is, a, this is a message. This is something that you sent me, okay? And it was uh, when uh, I gave uh, your band a feature in the okay. middle of one of the podcasts. And uh, I asked you about why you got involved with music. And um, you said, music is the art of conveying emotion in a way that isn't possible through language. It is an ancient and primal practice that must be praised and revered. This band is very literally our totem to worshiping this otherworldly power. Damn, that sounded pretty good. <laughs> right? <laughs> so do you agree with you? Yes, you agree I with agree you. I agree with me. Um, uh, how did it... Okay, so... I remember, like, staring at that for a minute, being like, what do I want to say? <laughs> yeah. When you have a moment to, to gather yourself, things can come out yeah. polished, but it, it's kind of rough on the, on the onset, you know? So think about where we've started with this so far. Um, you're just a kid at like eight or nine listening to somebody else's collection mm -hmm. and fascinated and by 13 um you Fucking know you're, spiky hair you're, you're starting to, <laughs> you're starting to gravitate towards certain genres and you finally get an instrument you mess around with that for a while and you're on your own suck but, at it for a long time but check it out you've gone from you know just discovering music essentially to being able to write you know a poetic piece we'll say that you know is is um, basically putting music up on the highest pedestal. Like it's, I it's mean, it's growing it is strength one of over the time. You know, that's kind of how. Like, I don't know. Back to my family shit. I don't really have a whole lot of family. The family that I do have means the world to me. Mm -hmm. My sister, my grandparents. I, I love them to death. I, and that's like me having such a small family. It made me have to get friends some way and music was the thing that like really stood out and brought me together with people and allowed me to develop like long lasting relationships with people and like now those people a lot of these people that I'm talking about like a hundred names just flew in my brain like those people are all my family and Gage is now a part of my family. My buddy Mike that just quit the band, he's part of my family for the same reason. Like, sure. I don't know, man. Uh, there's so many good people in this city that, uh, you know, share the same passion as I do about music. And, you know, I don't, I hope that that never changes about this city. I hope that, I hope that I never change in, in what you just read. Like, I hope that that always is like an an echo in my uh in my future upbringing and the sure. for the future of my you know few you know even doesn't even have to be uh musical endeavors just endeavors in general relationships that you make uh yeah that's something that uh I don't know, I'm, I'm rambling now <laughs> <laughs> it's a strong feeling and it's hard to verbalize yeah, I, I for get sure it, man we'll be right back after these messages hey what's up everybody Normally, in the middle of podcasts, they give you a bunch of advertisements. But on the NewOrleansMusicians.com podcast, we like to shout out our local musicians. So if you're a solo artist or part of a band living in Louisiana and would like to get your shout out, this is your chance. Text 504-708-4923 or email us at NewOrleansMusicians at gmail.com. It's 100% free. It's easy to do. 
and it puts your talent in front of a large audience. So once again, that's 504-708-4923 or email us at neworleansmusicians at gmail.com. I look forward to hearing from you. And now back to our show. Um, give us a rundown of first last names of the people that are in the band now and, and what they do in the band. All right. I'm Matt Thomas, Matt Rhombus, whatever you call it. I'm bass and vocals. Um, Gage Bro, Gage Davidson Bro, uh, my drummer, um, powerhouse. <laughs> uh, somebody told me today, Gage. They were like, who is that playing drums? Because that motherfucker is a caveman. <laughs> uh, somebody told me that today. John Preston Kennedy, shout out to Stereo Fire Empire. Um, and Max Benet uh, just joined with us probably like, I think it was like a month and a half ago. I broke the news like, hey, my guitar player is quitting. Would you like to join Totem? We... we uh, we're looking for somebody. I mean, like, we were just trying him out at first, but it went so well. Like, he listened to the single that I gave you guys to yeah. put on your podcast, uh, Hotbox. Yeah. He, like, just sat at home and basically learned that by himself. And then came to practice and was ready to play it. And then that was, we played our show at One-Eyed Jack's. Yeah, with Mr. Phil. Mr. Flies, Flies is what, how you pronounce that. Those guys are fucking awesome. Mr. Flies and Sunrise Sunset. Should definitely talk to the dudes from Sunrise Sunset one day. Those dudes are fucking cool as fuck. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, what was I talking about? Um, your guitar player and uh, the, yeah. the rehearsal went so well. Well, he... he try out. He, like a month and a half ago, we played that show two weeks ago. He played the show with us, and it was seamless. It was like we didn't even skip a beat. There was, you know, we had a couple little fuck ups here and there, but yeah. like that's understandable for somebody who just fucking joined. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm more than blown away by the guy, and he's a really nice, really nice and passionate individual. And I'm excited to see where, yeah, what where what we can build together. How does he? What do you think he brings different to the table? Um, uh, that that uh, was apart from your my, previous guitarist. My buddy Mike um, has like a lot of raw energy, and he just wants to be loud and be heavy. And that was something that I really loved about Mike's energy. Um, and I mean, if maybe we've even talked about it. Maybe like have him ghost write some shit because I really love his energy and what he how he writes. Uh, how he writes. Yeah. I, he, he's helped. He's, um, he's a very fun to jam with. He's mm -hmm. very fucking fun to jam with. And just like, we link up pretty well. Like, he was one of the first guitar players that I would say that we link up pretty fucking well together. Yeah. And this new guy, Max, he's got more of an eye for detail and he's like, knows how to put like, like Mike is just raw energy. I love that about him. But like Mike, uh, Max is this is so weird. M Matt, yeah, Mike, your new guy, Ma Max. Yeah, <laughs> Max is like refined energy, and he's like knows how to put the right dynamics on like certain strums, and like has more technique. Yeah, and it's okay. not a it's not a bad it's not a bad thing either. Both of these guys are fucking awesome in sure. my book. Yeah, it's just going to be. 
it's going to be more I, he's got like something going on with him like this shoegaze background i don't know he was obsessed with shoegaze for a while but uh he's got some pretty shit that is really going to help us open up a new door into like the psych rock okay uh domain which i would really like to i know my drummer would really like to get into more of that shit gauge yeah yeah. Gage would love to get into some more psych rock stuff, which I would love some more instrumental, like less driving heavy stuff. But yeah. I think that that's the driving heavy stuff is where where like the the heart of this band really lies. Like the like the ba- the banger I sent you. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody fucking loves that song. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, I, I guess it, they each have their own pocket to play in because, I mean, I could dig Psych Rock too. I, mm. I love Dope Throne. And oh, I yeah. feel like you they, could explore they, some things. But I'll tell you this sometimes when it pops up on my playlist and I'm not in that mood, yeah. I'm. I'm going to the next track because I'm not spending 12 minutes. You know what I'm saying? I need three minutes in and out. Maybe I'm working out. Or maybe, you know what I'm saying? Your mind's somewhere else. But I think it's good to be well-rounded. I and agree, dynamic, with, I agree you know with you so, about the 12 minutes. Songs. Sure. Yeah. I'm like, you bastard. You really just put a pothole right in the middle of my, my playlist, you know? But, um, but yeah, so I mean, it's cool to be well-rounded. And, you know, sometimes they, they got, uh, like they had a musician. He's, he's uh, country and all this other stuff. Uh, he goes intends to go back and redo his album in its entirety but it's going to be an acoustic duo instead of a full band with uh you know full brass section and all this other stuff so presenting it slightly different style but the same material kind of you know opens up uh, scratches a new surface so to speak and i don't think there's anything wrong with just being multifaceted you know what i'm saying yeah i think it's important and you were talking earlier about how um you know, people are trying to decide whether it's sludge or doom or or uh, psych rock or anything like that, and you feel like it's a little bit of everything. Uh, I mean, I love bands like that. I me mean, too. It makes We're all sense. sponges, dude, and we it all absorb sense. shit all our lives, and whatever drips out the bottom is our own. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And that's kind of cool too. I mean, that's what gives a band its personality. So yeah. you, you're you're uh, four guys right now, right? No, 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 three. Oh, because you're singing and uh, bass. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you don't have a vocalist, and you got well, uh, I'm a vocalist. <laughs> you don't have a dedicated yeah, vocalist, yeah. I should say. And um, your uh, guitarist is. He's playing lead and rhythm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, he does. Uh, yeah, I, I guess yeah, lead and rhythm. Uh, it's I. I basically I kind of hold down. I kind of hold down the rhythm. I don't get like too. How you say like? Uh, basically, just holding the rhythm down while I'm playing and singing. Yeah, and then whatever gauge and little gauge need to hold it down for me to kind of help me along but sure like, that's a, that's definitely they kind of have their they kind of have their own um they kind of have their own like freedom to do what they want because i'm holding down the roots yeah keeping everything driving i'm basically i basically do the job of the rhythm guitar <laughs> yeah okay um that's the way it's always been is it how you envision it to be moving forward I, I really don't I don't know I don't know what the future holds honestly it could go a lot of different ways and uh, um, I think that Max is a good addition to the band it would definitely get us in more of a psych rock kind of maybe maybe we'll get one of those 12 minute songs uh, <laughs> eventually. I won't be mad at you. <laughs> eventually I don't know I know Gage loves shit like that yeah uh, 
that's not really my my forte i like uh i like a lot of i like a lot of heavy and like you know to the point bands sure but I, I do i i i like a i like a pretty and dynamic sure uh, sound as well so yeah i really just don't i mean it's just exciting to me to even think about it because i really don't know where where the future of the band is going that's all you need is the um, excitement man yeah I mean, you know the enthusiasm to keep doing it it's been uh it's been a hell of a hell of a ride so far just since like 20 2019 or something gauge trying to get me out the house 2018 yeah come on play 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 <laughs> bass for me bro come on any day now that's good that's a good release bro i'm glad you're back at it yeah um your ep was recently released for these guys uh was it october 8th October 3rd. Uh, when did that yeah happen? something like that that yeah. sounds right <laughs> um what was the name where can they find it um it's the ep is called for what it's worth it's like uh one of our song titles um it's on spotify it's on apple music it's on bandcamp we're trying to get it on youtube soon uh i need to work on that today maybe yeah. <laughs> okay um i'm thinking about we're, we we would like to have physical copies eventually uh some tapes and cds and stuff like that um yeah got got shirts now so that's exciting people Moving have been liking up. our shirts yeah <laughs> that's cool so shout out to bill heinz uh sheer terror records <laughs> for printing awesome fucking shirts <laughs> um when uh what's next on on uh, the schedule you got a show tonight, tonight you said while we were just starting where are you playing tonight this we're is gonna come out after the santos fact, bar okay um santos bar on Decatur Street, we're playing with Child Bite and Wizard Dick. Wizard Dick is a pretty cool little two-piece. Those might that dude Jess would be a great person for you to interview. He's in so many fucking bands. Yeah. Um, Child Bite, I don't, I don't even know how to describe him. It's like some uh, somewhat spastic, <laughs> somewhat, uh, somewhat sludgy, somewhat like rock and roll stuff going on I, I think it'll be it'll definitely be an interesting bill uh have you ever listened have you caught wizard dick yet no okay they're, they're a cool little two-piece uh instrumental so it'll it'll be interesting it'll definitely be a good rock show <laughs> good deal what are some of the places that you've been playing um last we played we played poor boys once we've played um you did one eye jacks we just did one eye jacks like two weeks ago oh man we played gasa gasa twice now um where else babylon and metairie mm -hmm. am i crazy oh we our first show we ever played it was like last year like last year almost to the day <laughs> i think maybe it was november 1st something i can't remember we played at sully's tavern in chalmette was our first opening show yeah uh shout out to jason myers a great guitar player fawns owns his own bar in chalmette but uh was gracious enough to have our first uh our first show there last year yeah um yeah i don't know the guys from babylon are really cool the guy the the guy wayne from the marsh room has been very very helpful and enthusiastic about us booking shows and stuff like that. We've been kind of trying to take our times and like 
sift through good shows and stuff like that. And we want to play shows that like we want to play shows that we want to play. We don't want to just be playing for a room of like two people or nothing. You know? Yeah. <laughs> All right. So how are you? How are you going about that? Are you making sure you're on the bill with other bands that you're interested? It's been in kind of. It's been kind of hard to even like. Most of the time, as as of late, I'm trying to be a little bit better about this. But there's been uh, like somebody will ask us, "Oh, you want to play this show?" and then we'll de- dedicate to play that show. And like like something happened recently where Gage was all drunk at Poor Boys and was like, "Yeah, we're playing a show for my <laughs> birthday, bro. We're playing a fucking show for my birthday, dude." And I was like, "Oh fuck, we got a show booked." At Poor Boys, the day after this thing, we can't play. So I had to be like, hey, bro, I can't play this show. We got, it's Gage's birthday. I can't, I can't help it. It's kind of out of my hands at that fucking point. Yeah, <laughs> yeah y'all are definitely going to have to, uh, um, how would they put, uh, keep keep uh, <sighs> booking hours. Yeah, and, and, I, need and... to, I need to not <laughs> let Gage uh, get drunk at Poor Boys anymore, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Send it to oh. send it to the voicemail. Oh, I also we also <clears throat> played uh, Bank Street Bar one one uh, okay one like right uh right after my birthday July thirtieth or something like that. That was a good show. That was like right before all the Bank Street Bar drama happened. I don't know if you heard about that. No, I don't think I did. <laughs> well, don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, okay. We'll keep it keep it down low. <laughs> Honestly, you could cut that part. <laughs> Cut that fucking part. Yeah, I don't yeah, want to. We'll, we'll I don't want to open no can of worms on that right. bitch. <laughs> well, I, I, I might. I'll talk to you about it afterwards. Maybe we'll figure it out. Um, so, I mean, you're on a clear path with all of these things, um, and you've got all the elements, and you're slowly building over time, which is better than you know uh, spreading yourself too thin too fast and, mm-hmm. and burning out. You know what I'm saying? Um, where would you like to see it? Let's say like five years from now. Where you know, well, where are you on a path towards? Do you believe? Ideally, in the next year, I'd like to do a pretty serious. Like I don't know how many days, but at least you know, a pretty serious tour. You know, in the next couple months, I think we're probably going to try to do like a like a Gulf Coast tour. Maybe sure. try to hit it for five days or six days or a week or something like that. I'm sure it's all it's all about managing expectations right now because you know me and Max are kind of uh aloof to if you will we're uh work work shitty jobs and we're doing music to escape shitty jobs and Gage has like a pretty serious job that he could take time off so it's about scheduling conflicts and stuff like that. Yeah, I don't that. know how y'all do any of that. <laughs> My schedule is is not very friendly. Right. <laughs> Um, I don't know. Uh, I'm sorry. What was the question again? So you're gonna you're gonna try uh, to kind of keep we, it local at first, but uh, I was kind of projecting you out five years. I would definitely you know? like to. I would definitely <clears throat> like to be planting seeds around the country. I have enough friends, just from just from different things, like making friends over the years. Bands I played with, um, bands I met. Yeah. Just honestly, I met a lot of people just from playing video games and weird shit like that uh, on the internet. Yeah. And uh, I th- hope one day, one day to at least be able to play 
play every major city in the next five years would be nice. Yeah. In the next five years to at least play every major city. I yeah. think that would be a good goal. Yeah, it, it's a broad <laughs> it's a broad scope question to say the least. I mean, five years out, you're going to have done, hopefully, several albums and <laughs> you know, expanded far beyond the state line, I'm sure. You know? I'm just curious to see, like, in your mind, you know, what are the, what are the, uh, I guess the the earmarks or the significant points the, that you want covered. I guess like putting, because we just put this EP out, I guess definitely put out a full record. I don't even know if we're going to keep the songs to put on, maybe make a new thing, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe re-record the old shit with, with Max on it. I'm not sure about that. That's going to be the first thing, figuring that out. And then... Um, you know the gulf coast tour that's going to be a springboard max has a lot of friends in lafayette he thinks that we might blow up out there people in lafayette apparently like stuff like we that we do sure (laughs) yeah i don't know um also i have i have like i have like connections kind of kind of a little bit spread out i have like homies in chicago now mr flies or dudes who said anytime y'all want to come through come you know yeah lots of people that that have been like that with me um i don't know just be nice to play major cities and it'd be nice to go on a real tour i'm also kind of scared of that (laughs) because i don't leave new orleans much (laughs) (laughs) well it'll be another experience you'll have uh, the drummer outside of your hotel room being like come on man we need to go tour we need to go tour we need to go tour that kind of sounds that's a good gauge impression you met him before goddamn (laughs) that's funny that's funny um you know being such a loyal and faithful new orleanian how how do you feel about the music scene? I know you've touched a little bit on it, saying it's kind of uh, oversaturated. Well, that's what that's, somebody else said. That's fair. That's I quoted fair. somebody else there. Yeah. That wasn't me. Uh, it's. I would say it's hard to get a leg up okay. in the city. Um, there's a lot of distractions. There's a lot of bands. There's a lot of bands and a lot of bands that are doing shit that's you know similar to us. We're you know rubbing elbows in a sense, and man, there's not. There's not one Saturday where our band's playing and there's not 30 other fucking bands playing throughout the city. Yeah. It's just It just doesn't happen. Fair enough. Yeah, it's hard to garner like uh-huh. uh, 100 people, oh, 200 people. For, well, I mean, one day. Yeah. <laughs> we had a good bit of people at the Poor Boy Show. Well, it's good to, it's good to team up on, on bills, you know. Two, yeah, three, yeah. four, you know. A couple of openers, warmers, headliners, you know. That's also another thing that I wanted to brush on. We're playing a show sometime in the next i think it let me look this might not even come out by then but uh i think it'll be november 12th or 13th it should be whatever saturday is coming up in two weeks Uh uh-huh um we're playing with like a bunch of rap rap guys my friend spider main spider main is a is a good rap guy um i've been friends with him for a minute now Little, little bit over three years, something like that. But this is like the first time he's reached out and been like, hey, we're trying to put a multi-genre show together. I like it. Yeah, yes, I, definitely. I think, that, I think that there should be, because like shout out to my friends in Pussy Rot, dude. They are so good about playing with like hip hop artists and just, they played with fucking ICP one time, which cool. is fucking crazy to yeah. me. <laughs> I don't know. It was, it was hype. But uh, I wanna, I wanna like you know, 
expand people's vocabulary on music and sure. that's what get uh, them in the same room yeah uh, and that's what one that's the show that i'm most excited for coming up is is that one just because it's a new opportunity to put our music in the ears of people who may, might not normally have heard it you know yeah even if they fucking hate it you know yeah, yeah, yeah. it's good to expand your horizons a absolutely <laughs> that's cool well that's fair enough so uh I, I wouldn't say uh, it's a love. I wouldn't say it's a hate. It's just uh, it's a scene. Mm. Y'all are dealing with it. Y'all are yeah, navigating yeah. through like everybody else. I, it's crowded. I, I love I love the scene. I I do. Um, I just wish uh, <laughs> I wish it was it was a little chiller. Sometimes there's just always so much shit going on. It feels like you don't ever get a break in New Orleans. If you live in New Orleans proper, you're like paying attention to the fucking every goddamn show that comes through yeah like it's just never ending almost like oh fuck i just played this show we got a show that i want to see the night of our show coming up oh god i want to go see that show well but i gotta play (laughs) by that's just a reoccurring theme (laughs) i think you've brought that on yourself i mean it's a love you know (laughs) Well, that's cool, man. Is there anything else you'd like to add to our little uh, shindig here? I don't know, man. Uh, I just want to shout out to everybody who's inspired me musically, uh, locally and not locally. Um, I want to thank you. Absolutely. Thank you so yes, much sir. for uh, having me on. And I don't know, uh, any opportunity to talk about music and uh expand people's horizons a little bit and you know put not maybe not even my music maybe they hear oh pussy rot what the fuck is that right. <laughs> i'm gonna go look them up yeah. or something like that uh just the opportunities like that is something that i cherish i mean music is the the one of the most important things in my life sure. and uh I think that's the case for a lot of New Orleanians or New or New yeah there you go New Orleanians or you know of the surrounding area sure um you know I'm just grateful for any opportunity um trying to stay trying trying to stay humble while everybody's hyping me up about how much they love the EP yes yeah. <laughs> really really cool uh, I don't know that's good that's good man. that's good stuff <laughs> All positivity. I never really thought that. I honestly never really thought anybody would like our music as much as people have been telling me they like it. So yeah. I'm pre- I appreciate everybody who's listening to our stuff. Appreciate people who are helping helping us out, and appreciate all my friends that have uh, helped pave the way for me. Yeah. <laughs> cool, cool. All the friends and family. <laughs> Two of y'all go check them out. All right, brother. All right, thank you. Hey, this is Levi from Mistlayer, Southern Brutality, 1016. Look, man, we all started off as jam bands. Get together, we push our souls all throughout the speakers, man. Simple as that. The connections that we form with our crowds and followers is nothing like any other. And we'd love to have you back. Click that on button, show your support, or you can check us out at Buy Me a Coffee. Black, 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 that's buy me a coffee backslash New Orleans Music. I said buy me a coffee backslash New Orleans Music. I have spoken. Yeah, 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 yeah.